Spasticus Autisticus. I could just easily have called this episode doing it wrong, but Spasticus Autisticus is more catchy. Uh, I'm referring to the Ian Dury and the Blockheads song. I'm in a bit of a, a Blockheads phase at the moment. Reasons to be cheerful. Um, now, okay, Ian Dury, uh, yeah, got polio when he was seven, and left him, you know, really whacked his body around, um, he was a mess for the rest of his life, physically, uh, he turned it into something though, he turned it into Ian Dury and the Blockheads, great band, uh, they were brilliant with words, you know. Was he the first rapper? <laughs> yeah, that sort of thing. Um, now, uh, Ian Dury and the Blockheads. Now, there was a, you know, well-meaning people back then. And um, angry people too on the disabilities side of the equation. But you know, the focus was more on people without disabilities trying too hard to get it right and doing it wrong. Yeah. Anyway, you can imagine, you know, all the usual things. Um, actually, I've spent most of my life in disabilities, so, you know, I'm exposed. Um, yeah, and you get all these things, you know. Instead of, dis- when, you, when, you, when you write the word disabled, you make the A a capital. You know, focus on the abled, you know. Or, you know, you don't have disabled, you have dis- differently abled you know, and all that sort of stuff, and, um, and inevitably, you get some people going in too hard, and, um, defeat, self-defeating, you know, and all that sort of stuff, or defeat, you know, missing the point, and doing it wrong, and going in too hard, and just doing it wrong, anyway, um, Ian Dury, he got very frustrated on one occasion, um, when England, you know, it tends to be we Euros, you know, um, we get on our high horse, <laughs> trying to do everything right, and then we get it wrong. Yeah. Now, um, and he, and as a reaction to that, he wrote a song, Spasticus Autisticus. Yeah, get online and have a listen yourself. Um, it was banned by the BBC. Fantastic. Because <laughs> he's a disabled guy, you know, they... They banned his reactionary song. He was a reactionary by nature anyway. Very East London. Look, I don't know where he came from actually, but you know, very London. His accent sounds anyway. Um, you know, very back streets. <laughs> Cray Brothers, you know, that sort of, you know. But he's a nice guy. Um, okay, Central London maybe, you know. Uh, so, he wrote this song, and he made this song, Spasticus Autisticus, as a reaction, because, he, you know, he, um, a little bit like, you know, you know, I've mentioned this one before, when um, King Lear, in the Shakespeare um, play, um, says to his three daughters, which of you loves me the most, you know, which is a horrendous question to ask, and, uh, and two of them go overboard, saying, you know, I love you to the moon and back, you, you know, the sun shines out your bum, the whole bit, you know. And, um, and, and, and then, um, Cordelia steps up and she's got nowhere to go, you know, because the other two sisters did it wrong. They went in too hard. They made her vomit 
And now, if she had have been asked first, it would have been a much shorter play. Um, yeah. It would have been about the size of a sonnet, <laughs> um, King Lear. Yeah, but it's a classic. And the only reason it's a classic is because King Lear asks the other two daughters first. Yeah, and that was lucky. Um, Shakespeare got a classic out of that. Um, and he's lucky, you know, because if if, um, if he had have asked the Cordelia first, yes, all right, dad joke. Now, um, so Cordelia said, I love you as much as I do and no more. You know, whereas if he had asked her first, um, Cordelia, before the other sisters had gone on their rant, um, you know, going overboard... She would have said something, hey, Dad, you know, don't be silly, you know I love you, blah, 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 you know, like normal, you know, and, um, but as it was, the other sisters got first crack and went stupid, and as a result, Cordelia was forced, see, it's what other people make you do, you know, Um, Cordelia was forced to, in, in a desperate attempt to not be aligned with all that rubbish, she was forced to say less than she would have otherwise, and, and to even, you know, go a little cold. Um, and, and that's because, you know, King Lear himself forced her to do that by asking such a stupid question in the first place. But also um, because the sisters um, were just so horrendous. So a combination of things, and, and there she was. She was backed into a corner. She did love him. Yeah. They didn't, really, the other two sisters. Well, they didn't at all. Yeah. And they loved themselves. Uh, and, um, and, and, and it's what other people turn you into. Now, what the whole well-meaning, you know, we don't want to be... Uh, seen, you know, we want to actually do something for the disabled people, blah, 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 you know, pat on the head, pat on the head, pat on the head, and Ian Jury, he was from the mean streets and the tough streets of London and all that sort of stuff, and he said, ah, I can't stand this, you know, you're doing it wrong, and very frustrating, very frustrating, and, but luckily he um, was an artist, he was a blockhead, and he was able to put out a smash hit to, you know, express his frustration. Um, spasticus autisticus he just went for it now uh, now the funny thing is he, it was banned as I say it was banned by the BBC and, and, when, and the BBC was pretty much your major avenue in London back then for you know, getting music out there um, it, yeah, the BBC was the cultural um, centre of everything actually that's the way England works, or worked. Anyway, so what happened was, um, yes, they, yeah, they banned it. Um, but then, eventually, the Paralympics used it as an opening song. So you can see what happened there. You know, all the well-meaning people who were, you know, no doubt, absolutely certain that they were doing the right thing. And if you stepped out of line, you know, from that sort of message that they were putting out. You ever, there's no such thing as disabled, there's only differently abled and all that sort of stuff, you know. Um, don't mention, you know, don't mention that guy's missing a leg. Don't mention that, you know. And it began that, that missing leg becomes an elephant in the room then. Oh, g'day, yeah, are you? Yeah, yeah, not bad. 
Um, nice weather, isn't it? Where's your leg? <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> you know, the bloke without the leg was probably say, yeah, I got it shot off by my ex-wife. <laughs> Whatever, you know. But but if, if you're not going to mention it or you're going to be too, you know, you're going to be too careful about it and all that sort of stuff, um, and, and, and if, you're, if you've been um, neutered <laughs> in terms of, you know, uh, yeah, if you have to be too careful, yeah, you can't, you can't just go out and just, you know, if, you, if you've got a Sudanese mate or something, holy crap, you're the black, you're the blackest guy I've ever seen. And he said, yeah, it's handy when I'm doing robberies. Ha ha, good joke, you know. Yeah, all that stuff, you know. Don't smile at night. Yeah. You can't do that, you know, you can't say all that stuff. Now, but if you push all that stuff too hard, um, you can get a, you can trigger a reaction, you know. If you try and manage everybody's um, brains too much, you can trigger a reaction, you know. And the reaction that was triggered in Ian Dury's brain uh, was manifested in the song Spasticus Autisticus. All right, so that's that. Um, and you see that frustration around, um, even now, uh, where... Um, yeah, you know, look, and, and you know, I don't really want to talk about Black Lives Matter, but that's the one that's on 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 foot at the moment. Um, and you know, some people think um, that everyone's doing it wrong. You know, so some people are, are, are feeling that same frustration that Ian Dury felt way back then, and wrote when he wrote Spasticus Autisticus. You know. Um, and, uh, yeah, not myself, you know, obviously I just chat away, Yeah, you know? I, I don't have any emotional reaction, it doesn't do a thing for me, you know, I just, I just watch it with interest, you know, I'm cu- more curious than anything, as you would have noticed, had you li- been listening to my episodes over the times, which you wouldn't, uh, but, um, but, you know, I'm in touch with people, you know, and... Um, and, and I make up little metaphors and things. I had this metaphor in a previous episode where if everyone's blowing to the left too hard, you know, you aim your argument slightly to the right, which is what Cordelia did, you know. So, um, you know, her, her sisters were saying, I love you, Dad, I love you, Dad, I love you to the moon and back, and I love you up your bum, you know what I mean? And, you know, far, far left, you know what I mean? And um, so Cordelia said, I, I love you as much as I do and no more than that, you know. Um, so she aimed to the right to balance up all that blowing left that wind that was blowing left, that hot wind that was blowing left. And, you know, she was compensating for that. So, you know, I, I run that argument sometimes. Um, but then there's, you know, in in, um, in things like um, arguing for change, you know, uh, for feminism or for Black Lives Matter or whatever, you know, there is an argument to aim heavy left. Um, otherwise, nothing will ever change. You know, quotas in Parliament and all that sort of stuff, to make sure there's enough women in there, because it's biased. You know, the system is biased. You know, that's the old one. You know, it's not whether, you know, it's not just a meritocracy. You know, a meritocracy, as measured against a corrupt system, is not a meritocracy, you know. So what you do is you recognise that the system is wrong, you know, that keeps putting up men, men, men all the time. So what you do, you have to aim left um, and, you know, um, and go against the meritocracy, you know, because the meritocracy is corrupt anyway. Um, and, you know, so you aim left and push some women into parliament and all that sort of stuff. And, and Black Lives Matter is the same sort of thing as that, I think. 
the same sort of thing as feminism. Um, you know, Black Lives Matter, you might say, oh, White Lives Matter, you know, but it's not like that because, you know, the wind is blowing to the left, you know, on that one, the wind is blowing far to the right, you know what I mean? So what you do is you've got to aim left and, um, you know, artificially give the black people, <laughs> for want of a better word, um, a push to the right, you know, and, 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 you know, and maybe hit a bullseye or probably not a bullseye, but, you know, within the next hundred years, at least, you know, get things a little bit more balanced, you know? Um, correct the ship a little, yeah. Okay, um, but, um, you know, uh, but in um, being too dedicated, trying too hard, you can get it wrong. Um, uh, so, you know, you can push too hard to the left or push too hard to the right, you know, that's an obvious point, uh, but you do see that frustration in people. For example, Ian Dury and the blockheads, Ian Dury, you know, and, you know, that forces him to write such a horrendous song as Spasticus Autisticus. He would never have written that song if everyone had been sensible in the first place. You know, they forced him into that song, you might argue, you know. And, and very similarly, you know, I've got someone I know who's in the African community, you know, and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, she's getting very frustrated, Ian Dury style, um, that, you know, this... Um, that everyone's um, doing it wrong. The whole Black Lives Matter thing. Yeah, she's a, she agrees with justice, of course. She's got to bring her kids up as, you know, her kids are African. She's got to bring them up. As, and, um, you know, she's worried for their future. And she's worried that, you know, such an intense and, you know, in her mind, overboard and even doing it wrong way. Um, yeah, look, just imagine if she was being an injury. Um and the frustration will be severe, you know? If everybody's just going on and on and on, oh, it's differently abled, not disabled, you know? Spell the A with a capital A and all that sort of stuff. You know, after about the 16th dinner party, when people are raising funds for poor black people, you know, um, and all that sort of stuff, and patting black people on the head and all that sort of stuff, you know, after about the 16th dinner party, um, in which, you know, you have to shut up and just listen to whatever is said, no matter how extreme, She'd scream, you know, and she'd write a song like Spasticus Autisticus, but it would have a different theme, of course, because it's not about disabilities. It's about um, Black Lives Matter, for example. You know, and the same goes if you're a woman and, and the feminists are going too hard, you know, and you say, listen, I think it'd be optimal if we didn't, spend, you know, at least we had one day a week off where we didn't talk about it, you know. Like, imagine you said that. One day a week where we don't talk about it. You know, you bring it... Now, that's only a tiny rule. You've got six days to go on and on and on, bang, on and on and on about it and, you know, do my head in, but give me a day off, one day off, you know. Imagine if you brought that up in such a community, you know, where everyone is very keen on, you know, everyone's differently abled, you know, or feminism or, you know, Black Lives Matter. You know, because there's an argument, you know, if you stay silent, you, part, you are part of the problem, you know. But um, that's not very specific... Um, does that mean, you know, how silent, you know? Can we stay silent for one day a week? Or are you be you know, or is this something you've got to push, 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 you know, every time, you know, every time I meet a, you know, it's a, it could be the case. And I even felt a twinge of it myself recently. Um, you, you know, I just pass, you know, African people in the street or whatever, and you know, we haven't got many African people in the street, but if I do, um, uh, you know, don't even look at him. Don't even don't even say good day. You know, 
But I'm finding, um, you know, like just a couple of times, you know, black guy came past me, you know, said, oh, I've got to do a little nod, you know, a little bit of smile, you know, you say, hey, I don't hate you. <laughs> That's just stupid, you know. I want to ignore the guy. He's irrelevant to me. I don't care about him, and neither should I. You know, and that sort of thing. You know, and and um, you know, my niece, who I'm talking about, she would sort of say, "Yeah, see, you, you, yeah." And I, I, she, she had the same problem. She told me she, she drove up and she, there was an African guy in the next car. And for goodness sakes, you know, she's part of the African community, and you know, she was. Oh, you know, trying to look forward or something. Uh, I don't know where to look, you know, because that guy's going to think I'm a racist. If I don't go, hi, <laughs> I love black people. <laughs> all that sort of stuff. It gets hilarious. In fact, it gets so hilarious that you end up turning to comedy. Yeah, you almost have to, you know. And therein lies the frustration with a lot of people, I think, in Black Lives Matter. Um, absolutely, I am for all for the cause. I'm all for the cause of pushing more women. You know, I'm into the quota system. Or, you know, totally... Um, I, I actually get it. I get it if the system's broken, uh, as such, you know, as they call it. Um, but, you know, look, if the system is... Um, if the very system upon which meritocracy is measured is biased in favour of men, then you need a quota system to push more women into the system, artificially, so that they, once it balances up there, and they can alter the system and fix the system and make the system better, and then you can go meritocracy. I get that, you know. Black Lives Matter, the same thing, you know. Um, we are, you know, all our systems and institutions and ways of doing things and, you know, the way you turn up for an interview and the way you do your hair and all that sort of stuff, you know. Um, the way my daughter does mock, ex um, inter mock interviews at school, she had some of them a couple of days ago, you know, and she was immaculate and dressed, you know, I looked at her dressed up, you know, she's year nine, and, um, and she looked like um, the very model of a, an interviewee, you know, with her hair primmed down, you know, like tied against her head and all that sort of stuff, because she's got the flaxen hair and all that sort of thing, and, uh, or the, you know, the, the, the soft hair, and I was thinking, ah, yeah, I get it, you see, the whole system's buggered. You know, uh, because you know the afro wouldn't have been quite the same look for an interview, the sort of interview she was trying to go for in that mock interview. I get all that. So what you do is you push more afros into the system, per se, and then you know afro starts to become you know as legitimate as having your hair you know tight against your scalp as my daughter had the other day, and that sort of thing. I get that. You know, whether it's disabled, you know, things. Um, or whether it's, you know, um, feminism, Black Lives Matter, whatever. But I can understand the frustration of... Now, let me think. There's all sorts of people... Um, well, there's obviously all sorts of people who think we should even go harder. Or that should we, go, we should go even harder. You know, whether it's feminism, Black Lives Matter, you're always going to get that. Of course you are, you know. And, and even, you know, on being gentle with your language when it comes to disabilities and not mentioning that bloke with the missing leg, you know. There are people who say, that, don't mention the leg, you know. Um, uh, uh, you'll always get that. So there's people always put, and and that's a firestorm at the moment with Black Lives Matter. People just mentioning it all the time. And if you if you don't mention it as much as them, you're a racist, you know, and all that sort of stuff. You know that that whole argument. I'm not talking about me here. I'm talking about other people. You know. Um, so um, now, all right. So there's those people who love it and say, listen, we we need we want it we we want even more of it. You know, go harder, go harder. You know, but now just for a second, let's talk about the other people. Now there are, you know, for example, with Black Lives Matter. Um, well, let's 
take Ian Dury, for example, you know, on the disabled front. All right, so he, he disagrees, gets frustrated and writes a song. All right. Now, what, what have we got? Um, now, there would have been non-disabled people back then who were also frustrated by this, you know, going too hard and doing it wrong sort of approach. But they could, they didn't have the, yeah, because they weren't disabled, you know, I think it's right that they would have to shut up to a certain extent and just listen. But then Ian Jury, he he got frustrated as well. Well, you know, there's nothing wrong with it, you know, and I, I get it. He can get up and make a song, you know, called Spasticus Autisticus. You know, just to chuck it back in their face. Yeah, look, he went too far the other way, but to balance up all the idiocy. That's why he he wasn't going, you know, in ordinary circumstances, he wasn't going to write a song like that, ever. You know, he didn't want to offend even disabled people, even though he was disabled. But by being too nuts the other way, um, you know, people pushing too far left or whatever in, in that circumstance... He was forced into that spasticus autisticus. All those well-meaning people who were pushing disabilities, you know, too gently, you know, too much, um, they wrote that song by forcing him to write that song, you know. So you get that too. You've got all these people with Black Lives Matter pushing, 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 you know. You know silence, you know, you're part of the problem if you're not silent. Now, but then it really does become a question of how silent, you know, because if you just say a few things, yeah, I agree with Black Lives Matter, they'll say, you know, silence means... Be very noisy. It really does. You can't just say that and get away with it. And you know, you can't just mention, "Yeah, I'm su- I support Black Lives Matter," and then not say a thing. You actually have to, actually, you know, wear a Black Lives Matter T-shirt. You know, you have to do something. You know, if you're a footballer, you have to have Black Lives Matter on the back of your jumper. You have to actually make a real stand. You know, and then it becomes how much of a stand. You know, and this is, and and then you know, seven days a week. You know, and every time you meet someone, you've got to sort of say, "Have you been doing your, you know?" Black Lives Matter rosary, you know, all that sort of stuff, you know. You've got to actually, because when they say to be silent is be, to be part of the problem, it means there's an, there's an absolute inference there that you've got to really do something and say something and say, and say it often, you know. Right, so now in, in you know, taking the Ian Dury uh, example, all right, there'd be people having a reaction to that. Well, there are, obviously. Now, the... the White people having a negative reaction against Black Lives Matter, I don't really care about. You know, suck it up, guys. <laughs> Enjoy your privilege, yeah. Uh, you know, just, yeah, yeah, just, just don't worry, you know. Uh, get, get on board with the program, yeah, um, and, uh, and raise money for black people, whatever you think you have to do. Or just, you know, go, you know, go home, shut the door, and sit there grumpy. And then there's a whole raft of people who simply don't care, you know. We've got skyscrapers in Melbourne full of Asian people, for example, and they just wouldn't even be thinking about it, you know. <laughs> they might actually be laughing. <laughs> Look at those guys they have to put up with, you know. The Chinese are just becoming the new whites in that sense. You know, I hear a lot of Africans uh, claiming, you know, saying Chinese people are shockingly racist and all that sort of stuff. You know, their, t- their turn will come later. You know, you've got to be rich to get that turn. Um, so, um, but at the moment, you know, there's heaps of people that don't even care. Uh, but I'm talking about this, some people who don't, you know, who it, it actually upsets them. You know, and if, it, if it's white people who are getting upset, bad luck, you know, I sort of say. You know, there's not much you can do. But, ah, but now here comes the interesting one. What if you're an African 
who thinks that the Black Lives Matter movement is doing it wrong. Well, now you have Ian Dury. The Ian Dury situation. And those people I feel sorry for. I really do. Now, you get some who are able to voice their frustration properly. And, uh, you know, and that's good. Now, I know of a person, because my, you know, my niece has passed clips of that person over to me called Candace Owens, who is outspoken, you know. Because she's seen the wind blowing left so hard, she's outspoken to the right to try and balance it up, I, I assume, you know. And, um, and she's, happy to, um, she's happy to play the game on meritocracy with the current system. Yeah, and she and she she backs herself so well, and she is so good um, that she reckons she can win in any system. So you know, and she and she is she's winning in the current system. Yeah, so good luck to her, I suppose. But you know, yeah, she's extra special. You know, um, she's got something good going on going for her. She's got a way of expressing that frustration. Uh, what about um, someone though? who um, hasn't, isn't able to express that you know, herself. Let's say you're not like Ian Dury. You, know, you, you haven't got an um, artistic platform. You know, Ian Dury was able to get it out beautifully and ended up uh, making a song that was used as in the opening ceremony for the Paralympics. You know, so that's massive, you know what I mean? And he even got censored and banned by the BBC. He was able to say, oh, now I feel better. Yeah, and Candace Owens too. She's got you know a very big platform on social media in the modern age, and she's able to put out a post and she gets a million looks or whatever they call them, um, and views, and um, and then she feels ah, and she goes and grabs a Chardonnay and she feels all right, you know, because she's got it out. But what about all those people? I think my niece is one of them. Um, They've got a thousand voices speaking absolute idiocy in their minds. It doesn't matter what's true or not, but, you know, in her mind, um, a thousand people are speaking absolute garbage. You know, like just going too far, just doing it all wrong, all that sort of stuff, you know. Um, being fake, the whole bit, you know, this is what Ian Dury thought um, back in his time. You know, but what if you haven't got a way to... Um, to, you know, what if you have to bottle that up and you can't get it out? What if you haven't got that artistic outlet or that social media platform or whatever? What if, you know, you know, um, well, you know, I think she's thinking of writing a book. Yeah, because it's what people force you to do, you know. Otherwise, you're just going to sit there and you're just going to explode. You're going to feel frustrated. You're going to look angry and all that sort of stuff. And everyone's going to say, oh, look at that angry person. But it's them that made, you know, Ian Dury angry until he wrote that song and he was able to get it out. So maybe the moral of this story is, you know, learn to play the guitar and get it out.